Welcome back to the Shankly Sessions, folks. The Liverpool podcast we bring you each and every week on the Dynamo. The Liverpool podcast we bring you each and every week on the Dynamo Podcast Network. Head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe bell notification button. This is your Liverpool versus Newcastle match reaction. Liverpool 3, Newcastle 1. Obviously, before the game, I was looking back at some of these old games and the legacy of them and stuff like that, the Collymores and the Rushes and the Barnes and, you know, on, on Newcastle side, the Ferdinands and the Faustino Esprias and all that, some fantastic games back in the day, the Four Trees and all, and that image of Collymore running off with the arms up and Kevin Keegan hanging over the hoarding and all that kind of stuff and Roy Evans up off his feet and stuff. Some brilliant history behind this game, you know. Um. But obviously getting into the game, obviously a little bit of concern at the start of the game when we're hearing that Van Dijk and Fabinho had tested positive for COVID. Two huge players coming out of the game and definitely would have been two starters. So Newcastle would have been very buoyant by that news that Van Dijk and Fabinho, especially Fabinho missing. I mean, he's that anchor man right in front of the four and that connection with the midfield. Um, but we start out anyway and we start out decent enough. Um, but then all of a sudden a goal from Shelby, ball breaks into the box, Thiago tries to clear it, sends it straight to Shelby, about 20 yards out, picks it up and absolutely rifles at home, leaving Allison absolutely rooted to the spot, um, and it was like a kind of a shell shock or a wake-up call really for the team, you know, um, so then all of a sudden we, we, we get back onto it and we start getting to it, in our sort of playing our game and then up pops Diogo Jota 21 minutes um, ball breaks obviously it came in from Trent but there was two players down in the box uh, Isaac Hayden down with a potential head injury um, but the referee didn't blow up for it funny enough and there was a lot of questions about this afterwards we'll get into it later from Eddie Howe um, as to whether the referee should have blown up for a head injury and whether the goal should have counted uh, Jota with the header comes back out off the Bravka and then he rifles the ball up into the net and gets the goal one all 25 minutes and the turnaround is complete Mo Salah picks up a rebound from Sadio Mane I mean what can you say about Sadio at the moment like he's doing everything by putting the ball in the back of the net um, but Salah this is a very influential goal in terms of he's now drawn level with Jamie Vardy in terms of 15 consecutive goal contributions the question now is can he beat that away to Spurs? And will the Spurs game even go ahead? We will wait and see with bated breath, praying that football doesn't get cancelled or put on this circuit breaker. Um, just to let people know, we will be dropping an episode looking at the Premier League and COVID. Myself and Darren will be jumping on. It'll be going out tomorrow, um, but well worth the watch. Um, so hard to know. With, I mean, the rate of this Omicron of infection rate and stuff like that, 88,000 cases yesterday in the UK, absolutely massive, you know. Um, so then the, the, the game is kind of back and forth. Liverpool creating lots and lots of chances, uh, very similar to previous games, but just not putting the game to bed. But on 87 minutes, up steps Trent Alexander-Arnold. The scouser in our team launches a thunder strike, giving the brag for no chance with a vicious strike to seal the points, not to mention he also made a last gas tackle on Fraser. Not bad for a lad apparently who can't defend, let's say. Um, listen to Eddie Howe after the game. He, he was talking about it was clear that Isaac Hayden was clutching his head and that he had, um, had a head injury and that the keeper should have 
or sorry, the referee should have blown up the game for the head injury and the goal shouldn't have counted. Maybe the referee should have blown before the goal even happened, maybe, and it wouldn't have been as controversial. And he said that the goal had a huge bearing on the game. Now, in some respects, you kind of agree with Eddie Howe, but in other respects, you think maybe he's clutching because when you look at the stats of the game, they probably tell a different story insofar as Liverpool had 24 shots, whereas Newcastle had four. So in reality, if the Jota goal hadn't have gone in, you know, the pressure that Liverpool was putting on Newcastle, they were sure to reap the rewards of a goal or two anyway. Um, so I, I thought it was really Eddie Howe really clutching the straws. Now, we can't say that's what would have happened. But if you look at the game overall, it did pitter out. Even if you take the jot of goal out of it, it's still a 2-1 win for Liverpool. But Liverpool were very dominant in this game. And, you know, for Eddie Howe to come out and clutch at that, I was surprised that Eddie Howe, that that's what he was clutching at. But I understood where he was coming from. Um, you know, a huge win, especially for Liverpool. I thought, like, I mean, looking at the Chelsea game, especially where they dropped the points to Everton at like a third string Everton side. Um, Chelsea would be very disappointed that, albeit that they had lost a number of key players, both to injury and to COVID. And, um, the question is, I mean, should those games have been going ahead? And that's something that we really need to talk about on that COVID show. Um, and also, you know, Man City going out and thumping Leeds 7 0. You know, this was a vital win for the Reds. They had to pick up the three points to stay in the mix and stay there, stick with City all the way, you know. Um, with so many games being postponed, it's vital that the Reds keep pushing forward, you know, with a near 100% vaccine re- record in the club. And Klopp was quite vocal in relation to the vaccine, saying that, yeah, they're pretty much. Anyone who's been eligible for boosters has even got their boosters and stuff like that. Um, surprising to hear in the league that, like, you know, 68% of the players have been vaccinated, 32% haven't. You would think that there would be, as Klopp said, a solidarity or a moral obligation for players to get the vaccine, um, especially being professional sports people. I mean, you probably have an obligation there to, you know, keep yourself fit and healthy being a professional sports person. And it would seem that the vaccine is the way to go and the booster program is the way to go. And I loved I loved Klopp's comments um, after saying that, like, you know, these people are paid very highly. They're professionals in the field. So why would we question them? They should know best. Um, and it was kind of a valid point that he made as well. And I know there's people out there, there's far be it from us on the show here to talk about, you know, who should and shouldn't get a vaccine and whether you shouldn't. It's a personal decision and stuff like that. But I do think when it comes to professional sports people, I think they have an obligation and a solidarity both to their teammates, the extended family, the club, the supporters and all that, to keep themselves as fit and as healthy as possible. The last thing we want at the moment is one, the league taking a circuit break and then we have a, a, an accumulation of matches to be played in a short period, which could cause um, more serious injuries to players in terms of playing as opposed to the, the minor effects of COVID for, for players who are vaccinated and boosted, obviously. Um, and the last thing we also want as well is fans coming back out of stadiums because it's vital for us, especially at Anfield, that 12th man is absolutely critical to us in terms of our playing. Um, but we are nicely placed at the moment as we approach the halfway stage in the season. We're bang slap fighting on all four fronts still at the moment. Um, with a reasonably healthy squad, 
albeit we've had a slight COVID outbreak there with Van Dijk and Vipino. But um, we've a lot of players coming back off injury now. Um, we haven't been exposed greatly. Um, and touch wood on that and long may it continue. And we roll on to the weekend, an away game against Tottenham, where we have to step up again. Can't be complacent. Um, they may or may not be missing a number of players due to COVID. Um, the game may or may not even go ahead, depending on what Spurs' viewers of that, um, and the FA and the, the Premier Leagues. Um, but we will hope that the game goes ahead. We don't see any reason why games should be called off if teams can field a squad. Um, certainly, we didn't get any um, preferential treatment from the, the Premier League about last season in terms of all the players we lost to injury. Um, we had to field midfielders in defence for a large part of the season with big injuries. And we certainly didn't get any preferential treatment from the Premier League or the FA when we were away representing the league at the World Club Cup. And we had to field a, a kid's side with an under-23s manager um, because we couldn't um, change a game or move a game around. So I feel for players and I feel for clubs at the moment that are dropping um, players at the moment of this, especially the, the, the smaller clubs with the smaller squads. It really, really exposes them. But um, we need to figure out a way of living with this at the moment and how we can get around it and what we can do to keep things going because... Um, the, the mental knock-on effect on people to not have a football for a lot of people, it's their life. Um, and we shall wait and see. But until next time, this has been the Shankly Sessions, your Liverpool podcast on the Dynamo Podcast Network. We're here each and every day at this stage, dropping match reactions, player ratings, previews, legend series, all that kind of good stuff, uh, updated club news. So... If you want to contact us, you'll get us on Twitter at Session Shankly. We're also featured on Facebook and Instagram, the upper tier. Come on, you red men. Let's do this at the weekend against Spurs, and we will talk to you again real soon. <laughs>